Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Make sure you find the Raptor Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe and please rate and review the show. A reminder, we're streaming live on Sportsnet's YouTube channel and airing live on Sportsnet 360 Monday to Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm joined by producer and co-host Alex Wong uh, after a thrilling night down at uh, Scotiabank Arena last night, the Toronto Raptors taking down the New Orleans Pelicans by a score of 115 to 110, extending their win streak to three games. And um, yeah, with Jakob Proto in the lineup, they're three and one. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, Jakob's been coming in clutch since returning to the Raptors. It was a very exciting win for the team last night. And this is the beginning of Operation host a playoff game at Scotiabank Arena. I think this should be the plan, right? Okay, yeah. So are, are you down with that name, or do you want to workshop it a little bit? You know, bit? the way you're saying it, it doesn't sound that exciting. But yeah, I that's mean, the point. Listen, yeah. the mood in the, the, the arena yesterday was excellent. Great mood. When we have the play-in game, can we also do Caribbean Heritage Night again? Yes. Because that was a big Caribbean Heritage Night recap uh, is coming. Okay, all right. Um, definitely have some highlights from that. Got you, got you. But great game. Great game. By, yeah, we're going to start by, with hoops. By the, by the Raptors, um, if you want. You know, Raptors on their third three-game winning streak of the season and have now won six of their last seven. Mm. If they just didn't collapse against Utah, we should be here be on a, on a seven-game win streak. Yep. Talking about playing the Pistons at noon tomorrow, you know, driving 18,000 fans over there. Mm. Basically a home game. Anyways, they moved to ninth place now ahead of Washington. And are 29 and 31 on the season, the closest that they've been to 500 since mid December. Damn. Since I think around when we did our live event, which feels like three years ago. Well, they were coming off back to back losses to Orlando. We were, <laughs> we were really worried that like the vibes were not getting me good. Yeah. But, but shouts to Chris. He came through um, for the live show and came through yesterday too, man. That was, that was the dunk of the year Ooh. for the Raptors. That was the dunk of the year for the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. End of that, end of the third quarter. You know, mm-hmm. a little fast break. Three Gets on the one. rebound. Should he have passed the ball yeah, as a true hooper? Um, should he have passed the ball? Yeah, the two answer players is on the no. Wing. Okay. That was the coolest highlight of the oh, year for the okay. Raptors. So, no, don't pass the ball. Just trying to generate some radio banter here. It was it was um, a four-on-one. I mean, like, obviously, you could have passed it. But listen, no, no matter who it was, yep. it was like four, like, six, nine gigantic athletes sprinting down and Jose yeah. Alvarado standing in the middle of like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> and Chris Boucher yeah. took the most dangerous Alvarado route. hiding in the corner. He's like, how do I steal this one? <laughs> Yo, it was actually a four-on-one fast break. It was actually kind of jokes, but no. Uh, that was, yes, that he was took off. Play. I see many people saying he took off from the free throw line. Please, you know, come on. As man. a as a mathematics and a geometry enthusiast, he took off inside the free You're throw. You're such line. a hater, man. I'm not. You're a hater. This is you know. This is Dwayne Wade giving Aaron, Aaron Gordon the nine out of ten. Man. <laughs> yeah, I was just, really into astrology. He deserved. Up. Welcome back, Derek Brandejo. That's was right. Sick yesterday. Yeah. Missed the McDonald's McFlurry. Did I pronounce his name right? Uh, <laughs> I think there, there might still be one in the freezer for him. So. Yeah, there's two. I just checked. Oh, okay. Um, also you... trying to wipe this uh, filet fish sauce off my hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. A little pregame meal there. <laughs> we don't need McDonald's ad reads, man. I can do this organically. Yeah, um, get paid for this, please. Anyways, Chris Boucher. Mm, yeah. You know, great. Awesome. Is this awesome where you want to start? Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Boucher with the dunk. Got an all-you-can-eat buffet topics. I think we could start. We should start. Elevator fries, potatoes. We should start oh, with. Yeah. That's with, what he was doing with. We the should dunk. start with uh with a uh, Jacob Pertle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's start yeah. with Jacob Pertle. Who, with, with the Jake. You know, yeah. you, you never expect Jacob Pertle to be um, your leading scorer in the fourth quarter, and realistically, mm. it should not be the case that that's right. that's how it goes. 
But obviously the Raptors don't win that game yesterday without Yaka Pertl. I, I would argue the three games that the Raptors have won with Yak back in the lineup, I don't think they win any of the three games without Yak. Yeah, I really no, don't I, think so. I'm with you. So the, there was the Orlando game, right? The Orlando Where game, clearly, he had 30. Clearly, he dominated. Yeah. And then what was the game against the Knicks? Uh, no, there was, was the game against uh, the Pistons. The Pistons. Where the Raptors only won by one possession. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. So, okay, I, yeah, again, yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah, think yeah. that Yak was very important in that game as well. But uh, clearly, the last two games has just been excellent. Yeah, the fourth yeah. quarter, he scores 10 points. Mm-hmm. Some of those are pick and rolls. Um, mm. And, you know, those are plays that obviously that the Raptors can go to him in. They could probably use him a little bit more in the post as well. I, I hear Nick is... Um, trying to emphasize that with the team. And we saw that mm. in the first quarter yesterday. Um, Jakob found uh, Pascal cutting back door twice. First time, Pascal was able to score the layup. Second time, the, the Pelicans were like, okay, we know what's coming. And I think Herb Jones closed in from behind for the block. But mm. there's there's two places to use him. But also, I think the, the biggest thing with Yak is just, you know, for a team that misses a lot of shots, offensive rebounding becomes very valuable. Yeah, seven offensive rebounds. He had more offensive rebounds than the hurdle. entire Pelicans team. And the Pelicans have bigs. They have, they have, they have, you know, Larry Nance is always creeping yeah. around I mean, trying to get JV. a rebound. JV is yeah. a prolific rebounder. I thought he did a great job in the individual matchup against JV as mm-hmm. well. The, the Pelicans didn't even go to JV that much. You know, JV has hurt us in the past as well. A lot of times we used to double team him uh, as well. A, a lot of centers have hurt us this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like just in general. And I think this is just such a flipping of the script to be able to look at right, the box right. score um, that I'm staring at right now mm-hmm. and seeing these rebounding numbers and seeing the Raptors win a center matchup. Yeah. I, I think for me where the the most frustrated I got this season watching the Raptors without the center was when they were trying to uh, come back against the Memphis Grizzlies at home. This mm-hmm. is like right around Christmas. And it was like Pascal Siakam and OJ and Obi trying to box out against Steven Adams, who is like literally Aquaman. Yeah. This guy's just like pushing guys around yeah. and getting every single board. No, he cocaine bear, man. That's a new uh, movie coming uh, out. Okay, another free promo? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, seriously, though, like man. I think just having Yak in there, it, now the Raptors feel like, you know, actually noticeably, yes. you know, big on defense. Yeah. Like you have a true center now who's able mm-hmm. to get in there for, for obviously the offensive rebounds and the scoring is good, but I thought the defense overall was really strong from him as well. Um, and, and all of a sudden you have the ability to free up guys like OG and Scotty to mm-hmm. play, you know, pesky perimeter defense. And and I thought those two were also really key um, in, in the win last night, even though uh, CJ McCollum and, and Brandon Ingram combined for what, 59 points. Like obviously they were really able to, you know, hijack the offense and, and, and like the Pelicans didn't run anything else. I thought last yeah. night other than, you know, the but I mean, rolls for these yeah, guys. I mean, Ingram was huge down the stretch, but, but he kind of came alive just, in the fourth. Yeah. And that right. was just ridiculous shot making. Yeah. Like I'm not sure what else you could do. A lot of that, I thought OG was had a hand in the face, got mm-hmm. him to fade, everything like that. He just made him. It just happens yeah. like that, right? He had, mm-hmm. he had 14 in the fourth. Uh, CJ had 11 in the fourth. See, well, the CJ stuff, I thought, okay, the Raptors could have played better defense, sure. especially at the start of the quarter. But ultimately, like, you have Jakob in there at center. You now can put your two best perimeter defenders, your big wings on the opposing team's players, make it tough for them. And it just looks a lot more balanced. And and, and especially even thinking about yesterday's game, uh, I guess we'll circle back to Yak, but... Sure. Um, I, I think in a previous iteration of the Raptors, they would have played defense in a very, very different way against them, right? At the start of the season, the predominant strategy the Raptors went to was, we are going to double-team your star player, mm. right? I mean, we even had Joel Embiid talking about how I don't think they care about winning. I think they just want to stop me from scoring, right? You know, like stars, essentially, right? right. Um, 
they would have hard doubled Brandon Ingram. They would have hard doubled CJ McCollum. And the likely result of that probably would have been the Pelicans, you know, have to live and die through JV scoring one-on-one in the post, which he can do, um, especially against previous iterations of the Raptors who didn't have centers. Or you would see just an avalanche of corner threes, mm-hmm. which is usually where when you kick the ball out and swing the ball, that's where it usually ends up. We didn't see a lot of corner threes for the Pelicans last night, and we didn't have to see a lot of hard traps against their opposing team stars. I think they played it much more straight up, trusting that Jacoprado can sort of play in his style, which is um, mostly in drop. But you also see a lot of situations where, especially if they were running like a 3-5 pick and roll with Ingram um, getting the screen from JV or Ingram getting the screen from Nance, mm. Jakob would actually step out to the perimeter and switch out temporarily. It's very similar to how they played against Detroit, uh, you know, when they had Boyan Bogdanovich as the primary uh, creator as well for those teams. Jakob has that versatility, and all of a sudden you can play defense much more straight up instead Mm -hmm. of, like, blitzing guys as much as, uh, you know, the Raptors did at the start of the season. So I was just overall really impressed by their defensive effort. I think that's much more true to what the Raptors can be as a group. Yeah, I I think that's a really interesting point because – you know, post game, Jakob did his, um, you know, eleventh uh, media presser uh, since returning oh, to man. Toronto, and this was one of the things that, that he was asked about, and I believe it was asked by by a friend of the program, Oren Weisfeld, um, who oh, might be man. featured several times during this first segment later on. That man um, was going in. <laughs> almost got escorted out by security in the no, dining room. Um, Can't stop him. But um, you know, Jakob was talking about how sometimes adjusting to the way that the Raptors play defense and how aggressive they are um, was a huge adjustment for him because he, yeah, yeah. he was talking about how like, oh, sometimes I feel like I'm actually, you know, out of position mm-hmm. or, or like I'm in a bad defensive spot. Yep. But it's about, you know, closing out on these players and then trusting the rest, uh, rest of the defense and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah. So it's interesting to hear him say that like he seems pretty caught up on, on the offensive end of things. But on the defensive end of things, I think as they're trying out different things and as he's fitting in, you know, there's still an adjustment period. And and if anything, that's a very encouraging thing based on what you've already seen as he's still trying to acclimate. Because, you know, yesterday, the 21 points, the career-high 18 rebounds and just huge plays down the stretch, you know, three steals, one block, um, shouts to Stocks. That um, one block, by the way, was a great swat as well. In the yes, fourth quarter, that was late in the game. Herb right? Jones had what looked to be an open baseline yeah. drive for a dunk, and Jakob Pertl just, just met him. Yeah, 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 very clean as well. Hit, you know, only three of seven from the free throw line, and we know we talked about his free throws, but hit a couple of huge ones too. I don't think it's one of those things where his free throws is going to prevent him from being on the floor at the end of games. At no, least, I don't, I don't think, so. think so. No, I mean, there was even one play where he got hacked going to the basket, mm. and it was a three-point game, and... um. Yeah, I mean, he made the one free throw, which I thought was important. Yeah. Right? Um, I I think you rarely see Hackashack these days in the league. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because there's less true centers around who don't shoot the free throws well. Right. Um, But you rarely see it nowadays. I don't think teams really want to willingly put themselves in the bonus. Yeah. You know? Especially against the bonus. All right, bro. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to be able to watch a Kings game ever again. Happy Friday. Don't worry. There's only two of them a year. Man. Yeah, you're right, actually. Um, unless you watch the actual Kings. Um, yeah, the Kings are always on that 1030 slot, though. They are, You yeah. end up seeing a lot of Harrison yeah, you, Barnes. You fox, you fox around and fi- find out, man. <laughs> I, I go from watching Scotty Barnes to Harrison Barnes. Man. It's just <laughs> yeah, Barnes wild. on my TV that's for five wild. hours. This guy's on a farm. Um, yeah. what, what are we talking about? No, but like Jakob. Oh, Barnes. Um, yeah, yeah, Barnes. Farm. Um, no, 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 yeah, you got to keep up, man. Oh, man um, go rapper. Um, but like, yeah, you have to be... 
This is like still exceeding. This has to be exceeding your expectations, though, right? Uh, yeah. Are you like, kidding? like beyond what you were expecting. Like, we knew Yaka was gonna bring. Yeah, yeah. A positive impact. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. this is like on another level right now. Like he is not single-handedly winning games, but he is swinging games for the Raptors right now. Um, yeah, the, the dude's shooting like eighty percent from the yeah, field. Like, 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 like. How are um, we supposed to make of this? Like, you know, did we just make the best trade ever? No, no. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I don't think that's true. But I mean, at the same time, like, I, I think that was a clear need for the yeah. Raptors and then you know he's he's come in and, and and really filled that gap by the way um this is I I'm, I said he's shooting 80 percent I think that might be underselling it oh so the first game he came here two of two from the field oh that's a perfect game then yeah. a three of five from the field which is yeah, that's downright yeah, that's, just yeah. shocking shooting mid, from, mid. from 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 Jakob yeah, mid. at this rate 15 of 17 from the field and then nine of 11 from the field he's not missed more than two shots in a game yeah just coming here yeah that's that's kind of amazing. All reverse layups and dunks. Yeah, but <laughs> what else has you seen? We've seen also pressures in that role at center. No, We've that's seen, fair. You know, I like, get it. Uh, Christian obviously had this uh, had a much bigger example of this issue. Yeah, we were watching Ken Birch at center for extended periods, both yep. this season and last season. Yep. Um, we've seen even Scotty at center sometimes will struggle to finish. The fact that he's shooting eighty three percent from yeah. the field is nuts. Let's get this under the table. Uh, you know, contract. You know, done, man. Yeah. I mean, it probably like, was when they traded. Well, no, no, I mean, I'm kidding. They, they never the, do that. Price of the brick might be going up, man. Well, but. well, luckily the Raptors throw up a lot of bricks, which means a lot of like offensive rebounds for Yaka Proto. No, that's like, I really do think there's a good synergy there. Um, I, I, yeah, obviously he was he was very important in the win last night. Um, and again, I, I, I think A's. the other thing that that was underrated is just, just you could cover JV in single coverage. Yep. Like, never really felt like JV was that big of a problem. No. And I get it. Like, JV's not maybe not performing as well as he was in recent seasons, yeah. but that's still a guy who can really, really do damage. And um, yeah. it was great to see him back in the building last night, by the way. A lot of people were still going up to him. and Yeah, lots of hugs. You know, OG lots gave him hugs. a hug before the game. I thought he wasn't even going to warm up the way he was talking to everybody who yeah. was coming up to him. Uh, Matt Devlin, you know? Yeah. Matt Devlin and JV had a long chat. You know, so. our man, uh, J. Lou, your man, J. Lou. Yeah, my man, my man, J. Lou from, from the other sports network. Um, yeah, yeah, no, lots of great greetings. Big for, height difference there. For JV. Oh, come on, man. No, you just come on, man. You're I right. don't. I don't measure heart, man. I don't measure. <laughs> okay, yeah, I right. don't measure Raptors reporting, man. Okay, yeah, um, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, no, I've I have obviously been very pleasantly surprised by Jakob, and and I think everyone. I is. think you've touched on this too in terms of just like mm -hmm. the role definition for the rest of the players, right? Like yeah. you're not asking OG, you know, or Scotty or these players to like fill all these different roles, and yeah. like it's interesting too. Like you know, Nick was talking post game. Um, about kind of that like kind of downward effect of having Jakob and even like not having to play all of his starters like 40 minutes a game, right? Like, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. He's listen, like, listen. just one starter is going to play just 40 minutes. Just three out of so. five uh, starters last night played more than 37 minutes. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, 37. You know, on, OG man. coming back from injury, 32. Jakob, you know, had some foul trouble maybe? No, nah, 30 he minutes. Got, no, he he, he got more of his fouls in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. So, no, he, he, was he, played so he played 30 minutes. But like, you know, even with Fred, so Fred was out. For personal reasons. Yeah. Um, and Nick said he found out around 4 to 5 p.m. that that was probably going to be the case. Mm. Um, so we'll probably have more news on that. But, like, um, he was able to play three guys off the bench. Chris, Precious, and our guy. Yes, Jeff. Uh, yes, Jeff. Jeff you know how many Jr. times I said yes, Jeff in the booth I, yesterday? I heard. Oh, man. <laughs> heard from the other side of the booth. <laughs> no, man. I sound, it sounded like that episode like, of The Bear. Yeah, I was like, you promoing The Bear right now? Mm. Um, Great show, by the we're way. We're going to talk about Jeff. Uh, for sure. But he was able to play three guys off the bench for around 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for me, like, I thought that was a really well-coached game by Nick in terms of just managing the rotations, kind of mix, mixing and matching the players. 
And like, I think this is a good, maybe this is a good preview or hint of what we're looking at for the rotation moving forward here for the last stretch of the season, yeah, including I mean, Fred. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We still don't know who the starting five is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we but, knew the pressure was going to the bench, but yeah, we he, still don't know which other guy's joining him. I'm assuming um, it's Gary though, right? Yeah. Like, but, would you be shocked if it was, and if it was someone else? I would I feel be a little like bit surprised. Shocked. Yeah. I really right? would be. Like, I, I don't think you should bench Scotty. I don't think you should bench Fred. I don't think you should bench OG. Yeah. I think Gary is the logical choice. Yeah. So when Fred comes back, now you have a bench of Gary, Precious, Chris, yeah. and Jeff. Which sounds pretty decent. Um, yeah. I think there's actually scoring off the bench there too. I think the mm-hmm. bigger question is like, who do you close with? Because yeah. let's not forget, Gary Trent Jr. hit the biggest shot of the night last night. That's fair. Brandon Ingram was coming down the floor, fading, mm-hmm. and just hitting these ridiculously tough jumpers mm-hmm. over OJ Inobi and Jakob Pertl. Like for the entire fourth quarter. Yeah. And the Raptors were only up to the clock was not enough where the Pelicans would get the ball back. Mm. Pascal drives, you know, does the usual play where he gets to the, the paint touch and then kicks it out to the wing three. Yeah. He had actually tried to pair that same play with uh, Gary a couple times throughout the game. And a couple times he, th- he like just airmailed the pass. Mm. One of those, he, he sailed it so far over Gary that Gary had to like chase it down in like the bottom corner of his own side of the mm-hmm. court for the backcourt violation. So it's good that they finally connected on that pass. But it wasn't like two guys were hard on Pascal. Like, it was more CJ um, shaded over to mm-hmm. Pascal and maybe had his head slightly turned. But mm-hmm. he was still mostly at home and was there for the closeout against Gary. But Gary knocked that shot down. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I want some You want that. a shot maker like that on the floor. We talk so much yeah. about the Raptors not having enough of those guys. Yeah. Like I'm not saying this just because, you know, that's that's – you know, we've I've interviewed him twice now the last two weeks. So that's not what I'm saying gonna, this for. I thought you were going to say the other thing. <laughs> Which other thing? No, never mind. Oh, yeah. No, Gary's clutch, man. <laughs> no, Gary, Gary's been clutch. Um, and, yeah, like, that's I think that is a more interesting question, too, the closing lineups. Because when, when you think about the options. Yeah. Like, who is that guy that's going to sit at the end? But, yeah, yes, Jeff. Here's our yes, Jeff segment. Jeff Down Jr., were, were you surprised to see him as a first guard? Off the bench? I was. I, and not just the first guard off the bench, but I, I liked when he came into the game. Okay. Four minutes, over four minutes left in the first quarter, Jeff mm-hmm. Down comes into the game. That might be the earliest he's checked into a game this season for the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. I, I really have to go back and check that one, but I don't remember another opportunity um, where he's been able to play for that kind of extended stretch. I thought the, the issue for the Raptors in the first quarter was just offensively. They weren't really getting um, a lot of looks in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think OG missed some threes, which, you know, I think... Um, when you look back at all his attempts, pretty much all of them except for one pull-up three, like I'm, I'm happy with seven of the eight attempts that he took from three, which is good. Mm. Um, he just wasn't hitting those, right? Because he's he's been out of rhythm and he's been out for three weeks. Um, but they weren't going anywhere with the pick and rolls. Pascal wasn't really creating much in the pick and roll. Um, mostly the Pelicans would just switch and he would attack that switch and ISO. I suppose that's like successful in a pick and roll, but you know, it's not the same kind of you know feeling that you get from pick and roll mm. where you're able to get two guys together and attack the, the, the coverage and, you know, usually touch the pain and, and then kick it out, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Scotty, I thought, you know, in the pick and roll last night, I thought he did a lot of great stuff, but it wasn't really in the pick and roll itself. Mm. Jeff Down comes into the game and immediately in the first quarter runs two successful pick and rolls. Uh, one of which he gets the screen from Precious, um, you know, sets it up going, I think, middle, but drives to the left instead um, and, and catches the defense a little bit tilted over towards the middle of the floor, and he makes an instant pass to OG out in the corner, reverses the ball, and OG knocks down his only three of the night. 
Um, and then he had another play where he got the pick and roll with Precious, fed Precious. Precious actually had the chance to roll straight forward to the basket for an easier finish, but he kind of hesitated after catching the ball, uh, saw that the defense was sagged back, and then he sort of took two strong steps into his man mm-hmm. and finished over through contact. Very, very simple plays that I'm describing, right? These are very basic plays. The thing is the Raptors just don't have enough backup guard production at all. So when you're talking about basic, that's premium for what the Raptors bench sure. usually do, right? Um, I think when you look at the scope of the season, Malachi Flynn got his chance. Yeah. Delano Banton got his chance. Delano Banton had um, the first crack at it at the start of the season because he had a great um, summer, right? And, mm-hmm. he, you know, did well. And preseason, I thought he was one of the standouts for the Raptors. So I didn't mind that at all, right? But it hadn't translated uh, at the start of the season outside of that game against Detroit, which was very good. Mm. Um, and then he got injured and he sort of slowly get back on that and sort of get his rhythm again. And then we saw him play in the road trip as well. Right. And and he also wasn't really productive in some of those games. Malachi. I mean, outside of that little hot stretch that he had. Yeah. Where it was looking decent in December. You know, there were mo- moments where Malachi was consistent. Yeah, rotation. It all, he was it all fell shots. apart after you interviewed him. Uh, the curse was real. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but like after that point, it was just like, okay, if he's not going to make shots at a very, very high level, then we're talking about a player who's not really playmaking enough mm-hmm. for the, the bench group, and he's not really defending well enough for the bench group. So I think Jeff is kind of like the the middle, you yeah. know, point between all. Solid. Of them, right? He's solid. He's just solid. solid. Like there's nothing yeah. that he did last night that was spectacular. Even a couple times where he knocked down a corner three, or he took CJ McCollum to the cup twice, like. Those are very basic plays, mm. but again, I'm I'm very happy to take basic off yeah. the bench, right? Yeah. Like I'm happy that he provides better defense than Malachi, yeah. um, and that he provides just better overall play from you know something more predictable and reliable than what the yeah. lineup can usually give you. So I think it's Jeff's turn. I liked what he did last night, and and shout out to Jeff Down in the post game. If you if you people want to go watch that interview um he said yes jeff to every question it was like oh man no jeff's got a very delightful uh personality very happy to be in the nba absolutely you know i'm I'm happy for him as you can clearly tell based on this yeah but the questions are like i think orin friend of the program orin is we're working on the story because yeah i I, I, you know i heard him ask the same question to every single guy he's like you know you guys have been practicing a lot more recently do you think that hard work's kind of paying off Mm. and jeff down's like oh practice yeah yeah, uh, i practice 24 7 you know i see other people working (laughs) in the gym i'm practicing and then savannah was like hey it's a caribbean heritage night what do you think of the mood he's like Oh, the mood in Toronto? Uh, the best fans in the league. Let's I was go. Like, they're like, um, Vivek's like, hey, you know, you've been asked to play different roles, and you know, you, you know, you, you've come off the bench today, and you were ready, and you took the minutes, and he's like, yeah, I'll do anything the team asks me to. I'm like, yes, that's what I want to hear, man. No, he's like, when I get the call, I'm ready. Yeah. And if I don't get the call, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So even was... if the phone is not ringing, he's gonna pick it up. Yeah. He's yo, he's put that on speaker, man. No, shout yeah. out to Jeff Down, man. I'm, no, I'm really happy Jeff. for him. Social um, Jeff, we 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 need Derek Brandeo to 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 find that yes, Jeff clip for the rest of the season from the bear because we, we go. That, that might be in use that might be in use because um big fan of jeff uh anything else from from the game og and ob's return anything yeah. stand out to you honestly I, I think if og just hits um a normal share of his threes yeah and then that's a normal og game then he would probably be up at 20 points i think he, he got so many he got one cutting basket mm. um he got i think three dunks and layups in transition and then you, based on the type of shots he got last night, I probably would have expected him to hit four, yeah. usually. And that's not me trying to gas it up. I, no. I think that he got really open looks, and he just yeah. could knock those down. Make or miss league night. That could easily be 20 points, and all within the flow of the offense. Like, what I didn't mm. necessarily 
like, but also I understand the approach was at the start of the game that kind of featured OG a lot. Mm. I think Scotty definitely loves to force feed OG. Yeah. Right. And, you know, uh, and, and some of those possessions where Scotty's just like, here, OG, you go. Like, I, I don't, I don't really like, um, where OG goes with that, and I think it's just backed up in the numbers. Like, his individual play creation numbers are not very strong. However, I, I don't mind that approach when he's coming back from injury. Get a guy settled in, get him a couple featured looks, and, and hopefully find his footing. And I don't think he really found his footing offensively in a half-court setting, but mm-hmm. especially his defense and stuff like that. Like, I thought one of the biggest plays last night, aside from Chris Duncan from the free-throw line, which I still, yeah. my mind is still blown by that. From inside the free-throw line, one step. Okay. Oh, brother. Oh, man, that's a real 9 out of 10. So you give, so you give him 9 out of 10, huh? Like, no, I'd probably give him a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. But you just have to describe it. 10 out of 10 it. with an asterisk, though, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but you just have to describe <laughs> it, bro. Yo, this is going to lead to Chris dropping a rap song. This I, is going to be the new beef. Yo, I can't wait, man. Me and Mike Roach going to beef over this. You know, oh, man. That's the B-side beef. <laughs> the A-side is me and Chris. You, the B-side is you, this and Chris. Yeah. Or Mike. Oh, man. No, but the one of the plays on the night I thought was OJ and OB picking off a cross-court pass. Yes. And then taking nice. it in for a dunk. All the way, yeah. That put the Raptors up 10 with about two minutes and 30 uh, seconds left. Mm-hmm. And really, they should have closed that game out more comfortably. But again, you got to, you know, tip your cap to, 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 to Ingram, man. Ingram was going, he was going wild. No, Ingram Some almost. Some of those shots, I just couldn't oh, believe man. it, man. I know you were a little nervous there at the end because that was headed for a collapse potentially. Well, yes, because we <laughs> saw that was the Utah game, except the Raptors actually did close it out. Yeah. And that was also the Detroit Pistons game as well. So I, I do wonder a little bit, like, okay, can the Raptors just be a little bit more steady down the stretch? Mm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, hey, what listen, can you man. say? Listen, he, he's you doing well. just rack up the Ws right now. That's um, that's the most important. And also, you did yesterday pick the Pelicans to cover the six and oh, a half with I, the Raptors to win. Right, right. So, you know, congrats to you as well. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try to track this stuff. Uh, Don't track also, it, man. I'm, I'm probably doing like also 500. Do, are we gonna season. talk about um, you speaking to a scalper for the consumers? Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is no, that no, private? No, let's get to this. Oh, is that private? No, let's get to this. Let's get to this. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I don't. So before the game, we're walking into the arena, and Will was like, "Hold up." Okay, hold on. You know yeah. what? Let's just go through a whole thing. <laughs> okay. So we finished the show here mm. at uh, 2:55. Yeah. Right. We take a we take a special meeting, um, which what lasts about an hour. Yeah. And then afterwards, Alex, I was like, I was like, Alex. Like, do you want to, um, you know, or what are you, what are you saying? You're going to the arena and you're like, no, I want to go for a walk. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll come for a walk with Need you. Need some alone time. But and then, then I was like, no, you, no alone time. I want to come yeah. for that walk with you. Yeah. Originally you, we were going to walk just to Sherburne station. Yeah. From, I thought you were the, going the, the to office. the, to the, to the subway station and that would break off right there. And I yes. would finally get my alone time. But no, instead yeah. I just kept walking with you and you were like, let's just walk to the arena. Yeah. So we did. We, so walked. we walked like 20 minutes to the arena yeah. through downtown Toronto. Yeah, but... walked by my old, um, you know, Ernst & Young building. Oh, you, know, oh, I was yeah. able, you know, showed you some landmarks, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you know, sites. <laughs> this guy this guy was like, uh, we I was were like, just walking past where like, I started where is it? Like, Wellington man. and Bay? 222 Bay Street. Oh, man. <laughs> man, he knows the address, man. Is that one of the TD towers or what? Oh, man. man. Which tower is it? North? No, actually. Um, but yeah, so we get to the arena. Get to the arena. And then and there was a scalper outside. So here's the thing. I'm just curious because I'm always worried about the consumer, right? I'm worried about the product. Right. And yeah. we hear a lot about like, okay, you know, this season not going well, whatever. Yeah. So you're like, are people like, what you want to know the pricing? So there's obviously, you know, pe- you know, I mean, listen, I'm not going to name anybody, right? People, you know, I honestly, I support people doing this, right? Yeah. Some, uh, you know, outside the game, you hear them, you know, Raptors, Raptors tickets, <laughs> Leafs tickets, whatever, right? Naming so I was like, I just walked up and I was like, yo, 
Mm. I'm just curious, man. How, how's business these days, right? Yeah. I was like, so, I was so, like, yo, how's, yeah. how's, how's shop in the pit? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I was really sitting so here chilling, asking because there's been too many 40 degree days. Yeah. And then I come up with like hands behind my back, you know. Why did you look like a cop the whole <laughs> yeah. situation, man? I looked like a cop wearing a I just a wanted to know how and much then, tickets were for 300. And then the looked at me all funny. Um, yeah. So did he give you the pricing? Yeah, he said. Yeah, he said like t- ticket sales have been like the same as, yeah. as before. And he said so maybe eighty like dollars. He said for three hundred level. Eighty for for three hundreds, which yeah. is pretty standard, I think, in keeping for the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely gone up since you know. I would assume the like probably we used to go like one twenty for the lower bowl. I would say maybe yeah. even more. But yeah. I mean, it seemed like business is actually okay based on one the survey of one person that I talked to. Yeah, who will remain unnamed. Yeah, unnamed. Yeah, um, doing everything. Uh, Their names know. are <laughs> right. above listen, board. Listen, I just want to know how the consumer is doing. You know what I mean? No, like, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Based on based on my IG stories, you know, I've been seeing more Raptors fans trying to get rid of their tickets for the rest of the season. That's true. So yeah. maybe there's just I don't know, man. I think last six seven weeks of this season. If the team is is in this race and they're not kind of falling off a cliff, mm. you're gonna be able to find some excitement about it. Like for all the jokes about, you know, wow, they're playing just to be in the playing tournament. You can argue the long term, um, you know, downsides of that. But how excited are you gonna be when you walk into Scotiabank Arena for a one game playing? Like, uh, like, I don't know. Did you not see the the Instagram video from our man um, Jeremy? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Shout out um, to Jeremy. Learn how to add something to my uh, stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Will learned yesterday how to share someone else's Instagram that he's tagged into his IG story. Yeah, that was. Uh, he also learned this week how to take questions for the banter. <laughs> hey man, listen, it was a it was a lot of learning yeah. in, the, in the social this is like media a space. Baby trying to walk, except on IG. <laughs> no, basically, yeah. But no, walk, Jeremy, Jeremy got run. a video of us in in the in the Fame Six Hundred booth. Yeah, in the booth. Um, where yeah. when Gary hit the three. Yeah, of you and obviously Tad. Jr. You know the God. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know was was celebrating. You were. Just you had your hands behind your back and your hood on, like what? what Once again, I'm slowly transitioning to a six year old Chinese uncle type vibes. He's wow, only 22 what years away. Oh my not, god! If not, if not Gary Trent Jr. hitting a dagger three, I want to end the see game. a team be over 500. Oh, yeah, I okay. want a team, you know. You know All right. There's, a, there's, you know. Well, bigger you, goals, but essentially, you have but, the Chinese grandpa look. No, on. I'm not even okay. Listen, man. And then know, the camera panned to me, and I just gave like a you Tiger Woods fist, fist pump, pump. Yeah. And then you went to make your notes. Of course, because that, rea- that React Pod was happening in 13 seconds live on radio. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You know, listen, man. Like I know, mm. I know my reputation is, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm miserable. I don't like basketball, but I, I, I am. I'm gonna get excited for these for this run. I'm going to get excited for this run, for this play-in race. Okay. All right. I just, they just got to beat Detroit tomorrow. Okay. You know what? I, I hear you, you. Every game is a must-win. Right? You know, like, so. I don't, I'm not doing this whole thing where we get excited about a win or mm. three wins, and then we go and lose to Detroit and Cleveland this weekend. I hear you. I That's hear you. not what no, we're we doing. Need, there's two must-wins coming up this weekend. Okay. Um, so we're going for the weekend sweep. We're going for the weekend sweep. But yeah, what else did you want to talk about from the arena, man? Um, the arena report? Yeah. So we've got the arena report. So it was, you've hinted at this several times, uh, the Caribbean Heritage Night. Uh, what was the um, what was the review for you? It was definitely a very good vibe in the building. Well, the review for you is... Um, yeah, sorry, my laptop got stuck, so you, I couldn't you, get to my notes. No, the, your, your notes here say, Arena Report, colon, yeah. Caribbean Heritage Night, bracket, Alex eats three beef patties from the communal table. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And then shout out to Justine Jones. Um, Justine of, of Jones Raptors of Raptors PR came in uh, during the game and, and handed, handed out, out doubles to yeah, us. Yeah, she had a box of doubles. Yeah, which um, was I don't amazing. know where from actually, but yeah. those were pretty good. Yeah, um, got doubles, which I think was also shown on the broadcast. Like, you know, very, oh, very. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was on the other network, so you know. Yeah. We only talk about right broadcast produced by Dave Leader and shouts to CP in the truck. Oh, okay, all right, man. Yeah. What's CP's real name? So, um, you know, we're tight on time here. Um, those are the performances. I think the best performance was uh, Kevin Kevin Little. Yo. Yeah, we you need you need to talk about. I was this. so excited for this because here's the thing. Talk um, you know, it's not like I'm any connoisseur of of of, of, of uh, dance hall or Soko or anything like that. Uh, I feel like you are. No, I'm not. Um, okay. I just grew up in Toronto. Um, yeah. I only know one song by Kevin Little. The Most, one that he played. Ninety percent of people only know one song from Kevin Little. Even and this I, is not trying to disrespect the even legend. I knew that song, but I of didn't know, you know the that title. Song. I didn't know Kevin Little, but I knew the song. It, well, I mean, that's he a song like that, eight times in the chorus. That's a song that plays in the club at two, and you're like, "Yo, it's yeah. time to go." Yeah. What? No, that's time not. To go home. No, that's not true. Time man. to go to Hong Shang. No, that's yeah. that's time to take it to another level. No, oh, he, okay. So he came out and performed between yeah. the first and the second quarter, which I I don't remember another first like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You, obviously they're halftime performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never seen a between quarter performance. Yeah. The thing is, you get I think two minutes, maybe two minutes, yeah. thirty seconds. And that was definitely longer than two minutes. Turn me on is at least a three minute song. Yeah. So the Raptors got to delay a game. <laughs> yeah. So the co- I think I mean, we got to delay was, a game. I think morning. it was you in front of the program, Savannah Hamilton. You know, also in the booth. Yeah. yeah. Was the first ones to notice this. Yeah. Because we come out of the stoppage. We, we just had a whole ter- like a whole like yeah session. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, we had it was a whole great. session. Yeah. Started the second quarter. Herbie gets on the mic and was like, yeah, delay of game on the Raptors. Yo, by the way, and it definitely that, wasn't from, like, Jeff Down, you know, throwing yo, the ball away. That game was close enough where if the Raptors had Got another play, let's yeah. just say, you like, Scotty drives in, yeah. dunks the ball, yells, and goes, ah. Yeah. And, like, knocks the ball, like, slightly off his, you know, into the crowd. Kevin Little could have cost That us. would have been a technical foul. Oh, and the Raptors were only up one at the end there. Yeah. Before Gary hit the three. So, yeah. Um, but it was worth it, though. It was yeah. great seeing Kevin Little. Shout out to the Raptors. Because of the Raptors, uh, we have now seen a Neo concert and also yes. a Kevin Little concert within the span of three months oh, in man. 2022 and 2023. Those I, are the top two moments right now. I and thought I left these guys in 2005, yeah. but I'm very happy to see them again. I felt very nostalgic all season. Yeah, so. and, and, our, and our guy Raptors Moments on, on Twitter um, pointed out, I don't know if you know this, but Kevin Little's uh, Turn Me On song was on the Hitch soundtrack. How would I not know this? Yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm the I'm world's just, number one I know. hitch stand. I, okay, no Shout one was... Shout out to Hitch. No okay. one was questioning this. I, I mean, yeah. you know, Rotten Tomatoes, don't look at that rating. Yeah. IMDb, hey. don't look at that rating. Just look at the fact that Doesn't 95% matter, of Google users enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, um, Patrice but, Roberts, halftime performance. Yeah, also very good. Um, but I, I was busy, you know, shouts to my guy Tristan, a.k.a. Half Good. Yeah, how's he doing? Went to the first... He went to his first Raptors game since, like, 2020, so it was good to catch up with him. Yeah, how's he doing? Um, he's doing he's doing fine. He's doing fine. So all right, good to hear. Shouts to him and yeah. uh, fake. Uh, there was a fake Sean Paul at one point. Okay, yeah. well, okay. At one point, you know, they, they the, the the dance group came out. Um, the, the mm. dance pack. Yes. And um, so Sean Paul homage. It was yeah. <laughs> homage. <laughs> a homage. Is that how you pronounce it? It's yeah. not. No, it's, you called it a homage. homage. Wait, <laughs> I called no. it a fromage. <laughs> it's an homage. We're cheesing today. Oh, uh, man. Homage. Zan, yeah. Zan Tabak. Homage uh. <laughs> is killing me. I'm sorry, man. Or at least homage or something like that. No, homage I don't think is the right way. No, yeah. it's not fromage. Oh, no, man. I said homage. Yeah. It's not that. Okay. Homage. But in any case... um. Yeah, man. Uh, they did like a, a a medley of Sean Paul songs. Yeah, right? 
Performances were great overall. It's, yeah, it's, man. It was, vibe it was, was great. Man. Food was great. You got the towels out. Everybody, when you walk towels in the arena, you're like, out. oh, my God, is it the playoffs? Because, yeah. like, usually that's the playoff giveaway. You get, like, T-shirts yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Everyone's, like, Listen, arena I know and this seats takes, and stuff like that. I know this takes, obviously, more effort and more planning yeah. from the game ops team. And maybe you can't pull off too many of these over, like, a 41-game home schedule. But mm. it would be nice to see more of this because, like, it's... You know, I think we have these different heritage nights and, and you know, sometimes it can be like just um, very standard, like paint by numbers, like sure, we'll yeah. honor a person here and there. But like last night, I actually felt like, you know, with with the dances, you know, with the celebrations, with the food, with everything, like it was actually a really well thought out yeah. kind of whole thing. So like, and as, I would just love to see more of that. It was like long overdue, man. Like when you think of like Toronto yes. culture in particular, like, yes. like Caribbean culture is such a dominant, like... Um, highlight of like just yeah what it means to be a torontonian and stuff like, like the fact that like matt and jack never had a double before i was like all right like, oh is, is that, that what they said on the i, I on thought the other so broadcast? They, oh, they were eating it like yeah. th their minds were blown i mean like it happens right but yeah it's all good matt no, it was, i know you're listening well matt also hasn't Dev. had a bubble tea yet so oh yeah the bubble tea yeah, king so listen, can we get a bubble tea sponsor for matt devlin please yeah yeah where's matt devlin living only in the city on, where he has never had doubles or bubble tea only on sportsnet broadcast though yeah you're right um but no, but seriously, though, it no, was really, really well done. I think there's only three games this season. Obviously, we've been to like 90% at least of all the home games so yeah. far. Um, That's you. Um, the, the three that I remember, um, one is the Simon Says and <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> game. <laughs> and, and whatever, that was not celebrating any heritage. By the way, how did you pronounce, uh, uh, speaking of homage, um, yeah. how did you speak, uh, how did you pronounce Feral Monch yesterday? Yeah. Remember? Huh? Feral Monch? I don't even remember. <laughs> He's like Feral Monk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was like, huh? I, I don't know. No, because you mentioned Simon Says, and I wanted to, you know, because right, right. I told you to pull up Feral Monk, uh, right, Simon right. Says. You were like, yeah, everyone knows that song. Yeah, that's another banger. That is another banger. Yeah, You're but right, anyways, you, you were chatting. You were talking. So yeah. the, the three games I remember this season in yes. terms of the production. Simon Says. Simon Says, obviously last night. Yeah. And also, um, I thought Indigenous Heritage Night was also really yes, well done. Yes, that, that was amazing too. That yeah. was amazing. The halftime performance was amazing um, and they had great things throughout. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's Let's just, just like, more of these, yeah, Let's like when you set the bar like this, you know, every Heritage Night, every celebration, mm. like that's what I want to see. Okay. Asian Heritage Night, how can we be involved? Oh, first off, we're going to subdivide that one. It's going to be like okay. Filipino Heritage Night is coming up that's soon. That's right, that's right, that's um, right. It'll be Chinese Heritage Night at some point. Yeah. Korean but, heritage. But the problem night. is, a lot of but the problem Toronto, is, it's man. in April, right? And yeah, what's the problem? The problem is the season might be over. Oh, I thought you were like April fifteenth. I, I thought you were gonna say the problem is gonna be uh, <laughs> that Asian Heritage Month is in May and the Raptors won't be in May. Well, pretty much April is a problem as well. I think uh, it's April or May. I can't tell, but like, hey. I can be the Asian Strizzy is all I'm saying, man. Oh, oh man. Yo, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Yeah, please refer to our All-Star Preview podcast. I'm, I'm just saying. Where man. you gave everybody an introduction. I'm and you know, just, actually, what I kind of liked it, man. Yeah. No, I, Asian, Asian Strizzy. I can make it happen. Yeah. What yeah, do you just, you got to take it up with Strizzy. You know him personally. I'm not. Well, I'm not going to go to Strizzy and be like, can I have your job? Just yeah. just for one day. I'm the lethal weapon. Yeah. I do not finish second. Man, I miss that meme. Introducing uh, Scotty Parts. <laughs> that was clutch. Um, um, I think that's about else? it. Yeah, it was um, a great game yesterday, I mean, man. Shouts I had a, I had a to, um, uh, the other thing for Caribbean Heritage Night yep. was um, Oren Weisfeld brought his own uh, mm. food to the arena. That's right. That's correct. Little, um, little Roy Woods. They tried to stop Oren. Hashtag they. <laughs> Yo, Hashtag they tried to stop Oren, man. Yo. I've never seen security in the media room before, ever. 
Yeah, apparently there's so, a new rule now, you know, yeah, but uh, message message Orn for the full story if you know Orn. It's yeah. fair, but um, no, I mean, so they tried to stop Orn, but yeah. Orn was not deterred. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, the Meteor Mule is also, um, you know, you know, it was like Mango Snapper was, mm. you know, was, was on the menu. Snap. Um, curry Chicken was on the menu. Mm. Um, no, it's dope. You know, you had, the, you had your patties and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, By the way, great. I'm very proud to say they had the patties lined up in two rows. Um, regular spicy, and spicy. And yeah. the regular, nobody touched the regular. And I'm proud to say, yeah, I, I had the spicy one. Here's the thing. If you think a spicy patty is too spicy, you got to have your taste buds checked, man. That thing is not that spicy. No, it's fine. That just has flavor. I've never even had a regular patty before. Yeah. and no, Neither did anybody in the arena last night. Um, but yeah, Oren pulled up and he, and he had his own spread. I rarely see people actually bring food into the media room, like from home. Yeah, but he had some, man. No, he's different. Yeah, he's he, different. Shouts different. Shout to Lindsay Dunn as well. Shouts to um, Lindsay Dunn. Operation of Alex trying to secure two Leafs tickets is underway from Lindsay. She, oh, she got you? Not yet, but it's in progress. What, what's what's her plug? I don't know. We're gonna take a break and discuss it. No, I guess she just knows people at the Leafs. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah if well, anyone at MLS wants to offer me Ailish. Ailish tickets, Ailish is like a host of the but, Leafs. But Ailish probably gets these requests all the time. So like there's day. nothing new then. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you go on the morning show, man. I, I love when you wake up at 8 a.m. to give your takes on basketball. All right. I think that's a good spot for a break. We're going to take that break. I'm your... Oh, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what? You could be the host. No, I'm your producer and co-host, Alex Wong. You're listening to The Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Have you checked out Bet Rivers yet? Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Get in the action this basketball season with thousands of betting options. Plus, don't forget about Bet Rivers Sportsbook award winning customer service. It's a whole new game with Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook. Must be 19 plus, available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Discussing the biggest stories that matter to Toronto sports fans. The Fan Morning Show with Ailish Forfar and Justin Cuthbert. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. I'm your host, Swim Lou. You can team me, join our producer and co-host, Alex Wong. Shouts to producer JR uh, making an appearance both behind me just now and also uh, during the break. So, Alex, what do we have for the remaining 10 minutes of the show? Um, Absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. Um, the Nothing Burger segment so brought to you by... So, Nothing Burger segment brought to you by... So, around the NBA, so there's been a few buyout candidates, mm. uh, buyouts who have been right. signed recently and wanted to get your expert opinion on them, um, on, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, what you think the impact of these moves might be. Okay, let's do it. So, the first one is Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Clippers. What do you think the impact of that is going to be? Um, that one's interesting. It, it, by the sounds of it, it seemed like that was more player-driven, right? Like, it seemed like Paul George was really advocating for mm. Russell Westbrook. The interesting thing from the Raptors' perspective is, um, you know, during that Kawhi free agency period, there was that wild, frantic period where it was like, 
oh, Kawhi wants to trade the championship team and all his championship winning teammates for a team that just won the championship. Mm. They're like, trade everybody for PG and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's that's how I knew players should not be GMs. He was like, yo, man, we just won it with Pascal, and, and, and he had a great yeah. game six, and, um, you know, Fred was obviously <laughs> awesome, and throughout the second, um, you know, yeah, half of the playoffs. I, he, he was just like, I don't... And then he's like, no, 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 give, this, give me yeah. Westbrook and Paul George and I'll stay in Toronto. Like, get out of here, man. He's like, I don't think this team that just won the championship can win the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need championship caliber players <laughs> yeah, like Paul like, George He's like, I need Russell guys Westbrook. who have done it. <laughs> Honestly, Kawhi, and then And then Uncle Dennis is just like telling any kid he meets at Terminal 2. Oh, yeah. That fo- Yo, that photo like, with, with that kid being like, yeah, Santa's he's like, real. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> Back to L.A. Yeah, damn. Uh, but um, yeah. So, so so anyway, so they have that team together now. So I mean, I'm curious yeah. to see how it goes. I mean, I, I do did think they, that. I guess I guess the question okay. is, did they need to add Russell Westbrook? Like, no. I feel like that's a very fundamental question because like they have a rotation of players already. They just yeah. added Bones Highland and Eric Gordon. Yeah. And um, Mason, Mason Plumley, yeah, yeah. To, to the bench. The plum sauce, the plum yeah. god. Yeah, the plum god. Like, did like do you think this actually adds? something that they yeah. need okay so i think the clippers play really slow yeah i think westbrook can push the pace um and okay. i think westbrook can um definitely still get downhill because he's still very athletic mm-hmm. and you know in terms of catch and shoots the clippers have always been lethal ever since that that iteration the clippers came together so yeah. on paper there is yeah. a fit and a role for him it's just about whether he buys into that role right. and fit or not like um, which we- is like the question for everybody really uh, and i get it one from the, the skepticism around westbrook mm-hmm because um, he could easily come in and be like uh-huh, uh, Russell Westbrook and then do his whole little you know mid range pull up thing, yeah, which won't really work. But I mean, you know, I I, I could see it working out um, if he buys into that role. It's nothing that spicy. I, I'm giving this like a three. Okay, like it's just three. it's cool in name value and it's cool that he went to the other team in LA. But yeah, it's a three for me. It's, yeah, it's not gonna matter that much. April fifth, uh, Lakers Clippers. So. Tune in for that. Cool. Clear your Another schedule. nothing burger. Clear it's your always schedule. a nothing burger when they play each other, too. I'm never, like, so hype, you know what I mean? Yeah. They I'm not like, oh, man, who's going to win the Zubak AD <laughs> matchup, man? I can't wait Zubac, to see it. Shakur. Oh, man, Mason Plumlee versus Mo Bamba off the bench. Must-see television. Like, get out of here, man. It's, no, it's always overhyped, man. It's a versus. Only time I want to hear Mo Bamba is on a versus. Damn. Uh, <laughs> That's Zod. the whole versus because he only got one song. Zod Tabak. Um, um, but, like, yeah, I'm with you. And I think it's, like, it's low risk for the clip for the Clippers, right? Like it's not like yeah, yeah. where the Lakers had to trade like three rotation players <laughs> and give up all their cap yeah. space. Well, I think for the for the Westbrook experiment, exactly. I want Russ to do well. It's just that this is his. He's been traded five times now. Yeah. During his current five year contract, which has now been bought out, and we have gone through this narrative yeah. at every spot that he's been in, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. trust me, I want to root for Russ, but got to see it and i feel like this um this i guess is kind of the last chance with with a contender um next up uh i like this one just because of all the hype around it patrick beverly returning home to chicago um did not know that's where he was from (laughs) 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 wasn't wasn't aware of um there's been a lot of homecoming videos yeah a lot of prominent videos of him in practice already pushing guys like Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nick Vucevic. Like, this is the whole Patrick Beverly experience. Yeah, 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 of course. And he also said right. uh, the East is weak, and that's why he went to the East. Okay. I mean, and he said he's going to knock the Lakers out of the playoffs when they play each other later this year. Oh, so, they are? Okay. Yeah, I don't, and I'm not, I don't think Pat Bev has even played a game, but that is everything that's happened I, in I, Chicago I, I, so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Pat Beverly will be annoying the one time they're out to play Chicago the rest of the oh, way. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I'm over this whole this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool last year when he did it with the Timberwolves. Right. Um, so you're over. It's like a minus fifteen. What's he gonna do? Yell at <laughs> Nick Vucevic? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. That's a two. Okay, that's a two. That's a two. Uh, next up, Kevin Love. Yeah. Joins the Miami Heat. I, I like this one. Finally, a real one. Um, still not much of an impact. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just think that look, Miami obviously they 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 need help in terms of of shooting. They need help in terms of their offense. It's very gummy. Mm. Um, you know, I think just their backups were not that great. I mean, like how many? Remember we were watching the, the Heat and you're like Dwayne Dedman still play? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that not guy here. can't move his feet. That's not like Kevin Love is much better of a defender, probably even slightly worse. But yeah, definitely still very skilled offensively. Mm. Um, the outlet passes between him and Kyle Lowry. I mean, mm, if you like outlet passes, this is the team for oh, you. Man. The hit aheads will be there. You know, all they, <laughs> all they need all they need man. is Lonzo on that squad too. They just be hitting the head to everybody. For, oh, even man. though no one on that team really runs that hard, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of like it, though. I mean, it, it is strange to me that Cleveland let go of Kevin Love. I, I do think that he could have been still useful for them. Sure. And yeah. for him to just go to another team in the Eastern Conference that are also in the playoff picture, mm-hmm. it just feels weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I guess it's also weird that the Lakers, uh, you know, traded. I guess they traded Westbrook and then he got bought out and they came back to the Yeah, but I think the Lakers different. seem like they really This is like you're directly helping another team in the Eastern Conference that you might play in the first round. So, yeah, I don't know. I think Kevin Love can still play though. He's probably still, I don't want to say he's the best player between the three of them, but yeah. So, so you, what, what impact are you giving for this? Kevin I'm giving Love? this a one. <laughs> Buyout shopping sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. I actually have this tweet from a uh, listener. Platter. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> from our listener, Cheryl, who tweeted: "Buyout market is like outlet shopping. Brand names sound exciting at first, and once in a while you find a great deal, but mostly it's just stuff that's been picked over, and there's a reason why it's there." Okay, first off, I don't appreciate SVP being spoken about like this. <laughs> no, we're talking about a real outlet mall. Man. No, I'm telling you, after the trade deadline, everybody is shopping at SVP. And, you know, no, it's true. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you might find a pair of PGs that I did not buy can last PGs you for life. Relax, I want the champs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <Duffer and> mall. <laughs> yeah, this guy said I'm real, man. This guy said he a champ. Um, yeah, the Kevin Love thing, actually, my favorite. It's just all the propaganda whenever a team, a player joins Miami. Like, he was like... They were posting videos of him like in the gym right away, like heat culture oh, type the heat stuff. Culture stuff. Yeah, which I is mean, pretty funny. We need some more of that. All we have is just guys saying we the North with their hands like twitching. That only yeah. happened one time, and I missed it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you're right. Actually, we do need hyper like what welcome is, videos. Like, what is our like propaganda? You know, like what's our Raptors like? Yo, he's here. Um, just taking selfies outside of you know Scotiabank Arena. I mean, they're probably like. Snapchat, the CNN. Oh, you know what ours point. is? Is like is like meeting up at Drake's house. It really is. Though. Which Raptors have been invited to Drake? No, the Raptors not Scott, being over five hundred have do, not been invited to. Do you Drake's think? House. Ha, do you think David Johnson has been in? There's no way Drake's house that he has been in Drake's house. I just I don't I don't believe that. No offense to him, it's not it's not his fault. Like I don't think All Jeff right. Downs been at Drake's house either. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like it's got to be a certain standard. Okay. Yeah. Uh. All right. We made it. We have made it. Happy weekend, everybody. Happy weekend. Uh, two games. Two, two must weekend. wins this weekend. Two okay, games. I'm gonna, this take, I'm gonna pick the Raptors on both of those. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, that does it for us today. I've been your host, Willu, and you've been listening to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Thanks once again to producer and co-host Alex Wong, our board producer Derek Brandale, and Jennifer Rolnick for helping us with the YouTube stream. We'll be back next week. <laughs>